This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 147. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Red Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be clarifying exactly what the words natural flavors mean in ingredients for lists in lists for processed foods. We're also going to be doing this over a glass of wine. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> well, one of us is. <laughs> we're recording this on, uh, let's see, an early Saturday evening. And... Um, yeah, so I'm having a glass of wine. <laughs> it's a little bit later than we typically do. We typically record during the day yeah. on Saturdays, but we were at we were on an adventure today. Yes, we? we went. We just we started went to following China the road. Grove. <laughs> we went to China Grove because we'd never been to China Grove, and we played the Doobie Brothers in the car on the way to China, China Grove. Grove. Yes. So and then we check that off the it was so small list. there wasn't even a population on there it no just said entering and then it said leaving like five miles later yeah um but we had some good mexican food and uh just kind of just went hung out and did something we normally don't do yeah so thank you for uh, thank you to our friend christina ruton for suggesting the uh restaurant the that we went food to place. for place so. yep all right. Uh, so natural flavors is the topic for today. Mm-hmm. This is a, I, did this come up in the peas and carrots? It did. I actually put a uh, question out there asking folks for um, ideas to do because we, we haven't done like a list and we don't do list uh, podcast episodes very often, like top 10 mm-hmm. things or whatever, top five, whatever. But um, so I thought, and we had talked about it last week. And so I kind of put it out in the peas and carrots. Hey, if we did a list episode, you know, what would you want to hear? And we got some good suggestions. But Kelly Carlin Bergner um, mentioned top 10 ingredients that are hidden under the label natural flavors. And I thought, oh, that's a really good one. And so I started looking it up and I found that uh, it was a good idea, Kelly, but I had to kind of pivot a little bit because... The, the whole natural flavors n- name is, in words, it's a whole lot more complex than just, you know, what do they, what do they put in there and call natural flavors? So we kind of pivoted a little bit. Uh, so the, the title of this episode is actually what is hidden behind the words natural flavors. Yeah, and so. I mentioned the Peas and Carrots. Uh, Peas and Carrots is our closed, uh, Peas and Carrots Society is our closed Facebook group. That is what? 500 strong now? No, it's, I thought I had thought it was closing on 500, but it's three something. Okay. Well, it's a an, an awesome group of three something to mm-hmm. 500, somewhere in between there. <laughs> and uh, this is a closed again. So anything you post in this group doesn't show up in your public feed or anything. You have to be approved to come in. And it's a very, 
it's a low bar. I mean, we're not like, uh, you know, hey, asking you for, <laughs> well, no, I meant we're no, not we like just doing background sure checks on people. Spam. We just want to, yeah, we just, uh, yeah, that's, that didn't sound good. <laughs> yeah, right. I just meant we're not like doing extensive background checks, but we are, we had porn in our site, in our, in our group the other day. I know somebody's, yeah. somebody's account. Now it wasn't a group member who actually posted it. Somebody's mm-hmm. account was hacked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't we actually have to, a group Yeah. Member. So, but we're really careful about that, but I just meant we don't you know, ask you a bunch of questions or anything. Usually if you're just chilled out and you want to hang out with a bunch of open-minded, veg-loving people, you're then in. you're in. So okay. uh, check it out if you are so inclined. Mm-hmm. But I know we have a new rating. We do. So this is from the U.S. from uh, March 7th of 2016 from Modest Lace, who says the right stuff. And uh, I guess she, I'm not positive, but... I don't think you said that right. You said it a little too mellow, the right stuff. Oh, the right, right stuff. stuff. We okay. are the right stuff. All right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Modestly says, I love these ladies and this show. I've been vegetarian off and on since I was 11 and have recently started trying to go vegan. I have my slips and falls and cravings and cave-ins, but this show not only promotes the veg way of life, but that it's normal to struggle with cravings, outings, family, and cooking instead of making me feel guilty for not being vegetarian or vegan 100% of the time. We're all just trying our best keep on keeping on ladies that's awesome modest lace that's exactly right too i mean so many we use so many things to beat ourselves up right Mm -hmm. i mean and this is another one that could potentially be something we use to just you know make ourselves feel that we're not we're bad people Mm -hmm. and you know like she said here we're all just trying to do our best that's right yeah but i will say uh, the first line again you missed the exclamation point there she said i love these ladies and the show there was an exclamation point there okay (laughs) i am so sorry i need to work on my exclamation point emphasis when reading you do all right are we ready to move into the main topic let's do it so anyway uh thank you for that that review yes thank you so much and if you haven't left us an itunes review we would greatly appreciate it we read all of our five star ratings on the show we do all right so larissa yes what does natural flavors mean and that is in air bunnies air bunnies air bunnies <laughs> air bunnies so uh natural flavors well the there's a there's an exact definition that is used by the federal government to define uh to to explain natural flavors. Now, this comes from the Code of Federal Regulations, and it reads, The term natural flavor or natural flavoring means the essential oil, oleoresin, essence or extractive, protein, hydrolysate, distillate, or any product of roasting, heating, or enzymolysis, which contains the flavoring constituents derived from a spice, fruit, or fruit juice, vegetable or vegetable juice, edible yeast, herb, bark, bud, root, leaf, or similar plant material, meat, seafood, poultry, eggs, dairy products, or fermentation of products thereof, whose significant function in food is flavoring rather than nutritional my, my eyes went blurry just looking at that. <laughs> Much less, I'm sure the folks who were listening just kind of went. <sighs> I know, right? Yeah. Snoozers. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's talk. Let's break it down a little bit into what that means. Okay. Well, first of all, here's something frightening. The Environmental Working Group, who you know, they we've talked about them before. They do a lot of really important research and um, work on environmental issues and food and you know um, healthy eating and things like that. And they have a food scores database 
containing over 80,000 foods, um, processed and whole. And uh, here's something really scary. Among ingredients listed on labels for processed foods, natural flavor is the fourth most common ingredient across all of the foods in their database. So the only ingredients that outrank it are salt, water, and sugar. Mm. Isn't that scary? Yeah, it is. It's the equivalent of a yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Yeah. So What's there's some natural flavor yada, stuff yada, yada, in there. Yada, there's yada, some stuff yada, in there. Yada, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So natural flavors, here's the thing. It's very misleading because they're not simply, it, it's not what you would think and what I would think when I see natural flavors on a package, right? So it's, you would think that like if a granola bar or something says, natural flavors you would think that if it was a blueberry flavored granola bar they would like crush up blueberries or or you know dry blueberries and add them and that would make it taste more blueberry e right but no they don't do that Mm-mm. so what happens instead is they will take a natural product like blueberries right remove or extract the chemical components that make the blueberries taste like blueberries and then combine them with um, synthetic ingredients and then add that to the processed food. And it can, they can say natural flavors as long as it contains that extract. That's diabolical. It, it really is. It's, it is because they have to have just out of 50 to hundred ingredients that go into this natural flavors. Mm-hmm. There's just like, one piece of it, right? That right. needs to be actually natural, derived from something natural. Right. So, yeah. And that's the thing. You mentioned the 50 to 100 ingredients. Anywhere from 50 to 100 ingredients go into anything that says either natural flavor or artificial flavor. And that's why, you know, when you see natural flavor on a package and you see artificial flavor, if you have two packages side by side, two different products, and you're looking at, and one like, so, okay, let's just say granola bars, right? Mm -hmm. And so one says naturally flavored and the other one says artificially flavored. You're going to go for the naturally flavored one, right? Because you think, oh, well, that's better and artificial is bad. And they'll usually charge you more for it too. Exactly. Because they get to say it's naturally flavored. But in essence, they're almost the same. Yeah, they're really not that different because, and just for the reason that you said, is that of those 50 to 100 chemicals or or components that make up any natural flavoring or artificial flavoring, only a tiny percentage is actually that natural flavoring. You know, we're so behind as a country, the United States is. I was listening to... Uh, Bill Maurer on on uh, talking to Jerry Seinfeld on oh, yeah. his comedians in cars drinking coffee or coffee, whatever it is, yeah. and uh, you know he was saying we we are so far behind when it comes to regulations around some of this stuff. This is this is our health. I mean, we're so concerned about regulations in different 
you know, areas of commerce and things like that. But when it comes to our health, we're so United States as a country is so lax when it comes to that, you know, even GMO labeling, there are a lot of countries already that require GMO labeling, and we are still not there. No. Luckily, though, I think some of the bigger companies are starting to see that we're turning that way. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it's people like the ones who listen to this podcast or podcasts like ours, that are starting to educate themselves that are making these bigger companies start to pay attention and kind of correct some of that stuff themselves. Because before it becomes regulation because I think they're starting to see the writing on the wall. And what I really love, I like to watch a lot of entrepreneurial type shows and and shows about starting businesses. A lot of business owners are starting to recognize this is how they differentiate themselves from all the Mm -hmm. processed junk you see in the grocery store is that when you have actual blueberries and something that you say Mm -hmm. is natural, you know, rather than just natural flavorings. People are starting to understand what that means. Right. Well, and as a good example, look at the difference between, um, uh, what's, what brand, Betty, is it Betty Crocker? Who does the fruit roll-ups brand? Uh, or any, any of those dry, those fruit, you know, snacks. When you look at the difference between those and then the ones that I like, the veggie goes, um, veggie go, <laughs> veggie goes are the only ingredients in there is like the, for the one I like the best, the berries, the spinach berry, it's, uh, bear, uh, strawberries and several different kinds of berries, spinach, um, apples, beets, and that's it. There's no added sugar. There's no, it doesn't say natural flavors. There's, n- there's nothing. There are no preservatives, nothing. And it's just dried. It's, it's whole foods combined pureed dried and that's it Mm -hmm. if you look at one of you know like the betty crocker fruit snacks or the the fruit roll-ups or whatever the the ingredients list is so long and there's nothing in there that's real yeah it's crazy yeah but again props to everyone who's who's gotten this far even in this episode of this podcast and listens to similar podcasts and educates themselves on this Mm -hmm. type of things to know what to pull off the shelf right because Really, there's a lot of companies out there that are trying to fool you. Right, absolutely. So, yeah, so let's uh, getting back to the natural art and artificial, we kind of got off on a little rant, but that's okay. That's a good rant. Um, so, we were talking about synthetic and chemicals. It's hard to get me to rant when I'm drinking a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually pretty but mellow. This will do it. Uh, yeah. Maybe that was a mellow rant. Was that a mellow rant? That was Maybe. kind of a mellow okay. rant. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I've heard your non-mellow rants. That was a mellow rant. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah. So, talking about these natural and artificial flavorings or the flavors, there are so many different chemicals, synthetic chemicals, that go into those, into that 50 to 100 ingredients list, right? So, things like solvents, emulsifiers, flavor modifiers, preservatives, and those can really often do make up 80 to 90% of that natural flavoring. So, I mean, you're really not getting anything natural. Yeah, it's so diluted with all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And yes, those uh, MSG, those alternate names for MSG products that we talked about in episode 144 are sometimes disguised under that natural flavors label. The uh, free glutamic acid in those products, those MSG products, may be derived directly from, quote, real foods. So 
that's why it, you know, it can be listed under there and not specified as MSG or that component. I might be putting you on the hook here, but weren't we going to create something for the folks that had uh, some alternative names for stuff? I know Mm -hmm. it was the MSG because you and I did this pantry uh, mm-hmm. re-evaluation mm-hmm. and we determined there was quite a few things in there that had this that had MSG that we didn't know had MSG and I will tell you as a result of that I started to alter a lot of what I was eating yeah I'm paying more wise. attention I didn't realize how much I mean I'm MSG almost on a daily basis if you have anything almost anything processed right right we should absolutely. do the same thing with natural but I mm-hmm. weren't I'm sorry to put you on the hook on the spot but mm-hmm. Uh, weren't you going to create something that it's, was... Yeah, it's actually in the works. In fact, I showed it to you last week. It's an it's just an infographic, um, kind of a printable type thing that you can stick in your bag and take to the store with you. Um, actually, by the time this episode comes out, it should be up on uh, the website. I still and, think uh, an app would be awesome. Yeah, if people had an app on their phone that they could just maybe type in uh, an ingredient they didn't mm-hmm. know what it was, and it would tell you what it was. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Yeah, you know what we need Decoder is... Decoder uh, ring. A decoder ring, yeah, (laughs) right? Secret decoder ring. Yeah. But anyway, okay. Uh, So let's get back to to this. Now we're we're pretty much done. This I I knew this was going to be kind of a short but intense episode. So we're pretty much done talking about the natural flavors uh, debacle, if you want to call it that. And now we are moving into the gross Gross ingredient ingredient alert alert. (laughs) so we were going through the kind of dry run of this episode before and we were cracking ourselves up like like alternately grossed out and (laughs) and laughing hysterically so yeah so this gross ingredient alert i didn't want to disappoint kelly i wanted to give you something that is actually like disguise can be disguised as natural flavors and that's kind of gross so here you go um castorium and probably a lot of people some people listening may know what this is uh it is a all right ready brace yourself are you sitting down (laughs) if you're driving you may want to pull over yeah pull over we'll wait okay castorium is a bitter orange brown odoriferous oily secretion let's stop right there that's already gross but let's continue now yeah if you're very sensitive um put down your sandwich don't eat while we say this found in two sacks between the anus and the external genitals of beavers yeah that's gross that's gross but it's also bad i told you i don't think the beavers bode well in this no i I think it's bad for beavers yeah i think it's very bad we should we have no business getting anything from, no from them beaver like butts that. yeah exactly yeah um so the food and drug administration our wonderful food and drug administration has deemed this as generally recognizable as safe and if you remember in the uh, episode 144 again with the msg that's their designation for msg it's you know, some people may be allergic to it, but oh well, it's generally recognized yeah, as safe. Well, it's sort of safe. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, if if it kills under 100 people a year, it's safe, right? Or beavers. I can't beavers. imagine the beavers aren't harmed in this whole no, process. No, actually, uh, Castorium is a byproduct of, uh, or it used to be a byproduct of the fur industry and the whatever else people would make from beavers. I don't want to know. Um, but anyway, so... Because it's generally recognized as safe by the FDA, uh, 
it's stipulated by the FDA that food manufacturers don't always have to include it in the ingredient list and can instead put it under that or behind that natural flavoring label. So I see this big dirty rug on the floor, and I imagine them sweeping all of these types of things underneath it's it. It's loaded with beaver MSG, butt, anal butt, sacks yeah, underneath yeah. there. That's just, just gross. Sweeping it under there. Okay. And I, you know, I think talking about this, we can still maintain our G rating because we're using proper anatomical <laughs> terms. So um, nobody report us for not being G because we're G. We're G. All right. But... Uh, with all of with all of that said, these days the use the use of castorium as a food additive um, is actually probably rarer than in the past. It's not really used that much in food, but still, ugh. Well, they used to use it in like candies and drinks mm-hmm. and desserts, like puddings, right? Oh yeah, and I don't even want to. Th- <laughs> I, I just I can't even. I mean, oh, I know. So, but today it's more commonly used uh, for scent purposes. Even even that, ew. I know. You oh, know? That's a great Ew. cologne you're wearing. What is that? It's uh it's uh Beaver Butt by <laughs> Calvin Klein. Beaver butt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, oh God, yeah. I, I just, ew. And but, then they use it in incense too, right? And then um, it contributes to the odor of cigarettes and all the, that. The flavor yeah. and odor of cigarettes, wow. which is, that goes a long way in explaining cigarettes, I guess. <laughs> I just, yeah. One of the many things to love about cigarettes. There you go. So if you're like on the fence with quitting smoking, just every time you put a cigarette in your mouth, just... Just imagine that you're licking a beaver's oh, butt. Oh, So there you go. All right. There's your, uh, there's your motivational... On that lovely note, yeah. let's move into the recipe of the week. <laughs> and I promise you, it has nothing to do with beaver butts. No beaver butts. No. no. No beavers were harmed in the making of this recipe. All right. All right. What is it? So this is uh, baked... I, I was thinking... Okay, so you know how we usually... We normally try to come up with a recipe and or a quote that's kind of related to the... Um, episode topic. And I couldn't really, I mean, what do you put? I even tried, you know me, I try searching the weirdest things. Um, I, yeah, often with unintended consequences. <laughs> uh, completely innocent. And um, sometimes you don't wonder, you wonder how that even comes up. Like, I know. Potato chips, boop, topless woman. <laughs> okay. I know, right? All right. Not that that happened to me today. Um, but, and that's uh, great when you're in the library or something, right? Yeah, it's like, Whoa. yeah. Sitting in a coffee shop and, and you search something completely innocent and like this topless whole screen woman. of topless women comes up. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Um, but, uh, but no, so I, I couldn't think of anything. I mean, I couldn't really think of like a specific recipe or, or something that would combat natural flavors, right? Or, you know, but so I came up with one of the things that these flavorings are so prevalent in is like snack foods and everything and chips. And, and so I found a recipe on minimalist Baker, one of our favorites. Oh, I love that site. That is an awesome site Yeah, for uh, baked sweet potato chips. So I've got that included in there. You know, I don't like to get a lot of emails you and I use uh, an app Unroll called Ro- Unroll Me, yeah, and it rolls up some of these that you want to keep but don't want a bunch of different separate yes. emails, and then I just unsubscribe to a lot of them. Minimalist Baker is one I keep in my inbox, and I do not want, I don't want to roll it up, and of course I just keep their subscription because her pictures are gorgeous, mm-hmm. her recipes are awesome, they're great. Right. So check them out if you haven't. 
yeah, minimalistbaker.com. So, yeah, and you can go uh, uh, just click on the baked sweet potato chip link in the show notes for this episode. Yeah, now they're not vegan themselves, I no. think, but most of their stuff is vegan. Mm-hmm. I don't know vegan or at least vegetarian, but most of it I would say is vegan. And I think that actually, if I remember correctly, the um, portobello fajita recipe that I got uh, was minimalist baker, I think. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, let's move into the quote of the week. Okay. The quote this week is from Hippocrates. And he said, natural forces within us are the true healers of disease. Totally, totally true. I, I you know, it's, it's, uh, as I get older, I really come to appreciate a lot of the more natural healing things that are out there and i think even as we've been dealing with molly brown our dog i was just gonna say that we just we found her uh an acupuncturist and first of all thank you all in the peas and carrot society who sent positive thoughts and prayers to molly she's she has up days and down days we just got her vet report yesterday that her blood work at least is good so Mm -hmm. we know that she's relatively healthy in that respect but um, with her hips, her hips and her arthritis, her hip uh, dysplasia and her uh, arthritis, arthritis are the things that keep her in a lot of pain. Joints, yeah. We're going to try some acupuncture and we found a mobile acupuncturist because it's really hard for us to move Molly around in the car. She doesn't like to get in there because it's very painful for her. And, she, and she's a vet. She's not. Yeah, uh, is, somebody asked me today, is that a, is a human acupuncturist? I said, no, no, she's actually yeah, a vet. Yeah, she's a vet. She's a veterinarian. She went to vet school uh, in Colorado. She and her, yeah, her entire practice is mobile. Yeah. So if you have a pet that you're you're uh, is suffering from some sort of arthritis, particularly the bigger dogs tend to have the hip dysplasia mm-hmm. and the arthritis, check out, make some calls. Larissa mm-hmm. made a lot of calls to figure out, you know, to, to try to find one. It was, you kind of got around, passed around from vet to vet, right? Mm-hmm. And they yeah. were saying, I don't know, I don't know. And then finally we landed on one. So uh, they're out there. But what I was getting back to my point is that the older I get, the more I realize how much nature really does take care of us. You know, we just have to pay attention to the things that are out there. And I think there's just a lot of natural uh, ways, natural forces, as Mm -hmm. the quote said, that can really help us deal with some of the things that we deal with, especially as we get older. Yeah, and I got to say, you know, when Dr. Avila comes on Tuesday, I am totally not above hooking myself up with a vet acupuncturist to <laughs> stick some needles in me so i'm just saying you know i may start like, barking or something i was gonna say you're like kramer on seinfeld yeah. when jerry was trying to this get him dog medicine <laughs> start taking dog medicine <laughs> no i just but so we've got our fingers crossed so that'll help of course by the time this airs it she will have started her treatments and uh we yeah can but thank you, you guys week. so much yes, for all your you. positive prayers or your par- prayers and positive thoughts because i know that they worked because last friday we were already thinking we might have to say goodbye to Molly, mm-hmm. but um, almost like the next couple of days, she just perked up. And, you know, I really think there's something to energy out there. So yeah. thank you guys so much. Thank Please you. continue to keep her in your prayers. She's She means the world to us. Mm-hmm. So, All right. What is the question this week, Larissa? All right. Well, the question is, will you put a processed food item back on the shelf if the ingredients contain natural flavors? Good question. And yeah. I will tell you, I don't even... I don't, I definitely can answer that for myself. And that is yes, absolutely. Remember last week we went to- It's harder than it sounds though. It is, but we went to Central Market, which is Mm -hmm. kind of one of our bigger grocery stores here last week. And uh, I 
did not even well, as soon as I saw on the label there were some things in bins which that's another thing right yes. you think sometimes things in bins have to be healthier yeah, like and the, I was looking at the, the ingredients and Larissa came over what are you looking at and I said look at all this stuff mm-hmm. and there was natural flavoring natural mm-hmm. flavoring and a lot of gooky ugh, yeah. ugly well, stuff well and you know full disclosure I mean if you go into our pantry now you're going to find a, a bunch of stuff that says natural flavors but you know that it's again it's a process and the more aware we become of stuff like this the more we try to take steps to remedy it and find other solutions and you know do things like getting the pressure cooker that we got a few weeks ago which has just been amazing I love it and I'm just, you know I'm trying to find more and more things to make in it to cut back on uh, I'm going to be making vegetable stock so I don't have to buy the you know the the um, package ones yeah. again you know anymore well like you said full disclosure there's still stuff in there but oh, there's yeah. a lot less than there was oh yeah yeah that's the thing and it's all like you said it's a process mm-hmm. you can't imagine you can't the only thing I think we ever really just said enough was the meat yeah that's when we yeah. did a complete purge we, you and I didn't do this transition thing we just no. we were so pumped up and we just got kind of got rid of that but as far as the other stuff goes it's just educating yourself mm-hmm. as you go along. And as uh, our friend who left us a rating, uh, Modest, Modest Lace. Lace, said, it's you do the best you can. Right, exactly. All right, on that note, I think that does it for this episode. Okay, so just one reminder. Uh, this is relatively new for us. We recently had to split our podcast into two um, because our, our RSS feed got ginormously large and uh, I can't believe I just used that word I hate it when people use that word so it was ridiculously large and it was uh, breaking our podcast feed you're not gonna say redonkulous no no we're not gonna say that in fact take it back you want me to edit it out (laughs) hate that word uh but anyway um so we've had to split it. So now we have an archive show that contains the first 100 episodes. So episodes one through 100 are contained in the podcast, uh, the uh, Vegetarian Zen podcast archive. And there'll be there are links. Uh, there's a link in the show notes for that. You can also just search it on iTunes or Stitcher and you'll find it in both places. Um, but we just had to do that to reduce our feed size. And then when we get to 200, then we will archive again. So we'll have two archive shows and then the current show. Just think about that for a second. Let that sink in. We have so many episodes out there that we had to split the feed. Mm-hmm. That is crazy because when we started back in 2013, we weren't sure if we would have had enough stuff for 10 episodes. Mm-mm. And here we are just recording 147. And I will say, you know, props to our community that keeps us going. Yeah. They keep us motivated, keep us going. leaving us ratings, sending us emails, leaving comments, interacting in the Peas and Carrots Society. I mean, that is what pumps Larissa and I up. And that's also that's what, what brings us to the mics every week. Yeah, absolutely. So I really appreciate it. Yep. All right. On that note, let's wrap it up. Till next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.